0: Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message.
1: Well, give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. I don't know why I thought of this right at this moment. Well, I do. The first day... That we drove into the campus of War Roberts University. Kelly was just a little girl standing up in the seat. Now you can tell, she said, Oh, daddy, Jesus lives here. <laughs> well, Jesus lives here, I'll tell you. And it's obvious he's in manifestation tonight. So let's praise him for a moment, please. Oh, Lord, we praise you and we worship you and we magnify your name. Our most benevolent and wonderful, gracious Heavenly Father. Thank you for giving us life. Thank you for bringing yourself into this world and burying our sins in your own body on the tree. That we could be dead to sins and live, glory to God. Dead to sins and live under righteousness. And we praise you tonight. We glorify the God of the universe, the King of heaven, (laughs) hallelujah. Well, shake hands with two or three people and say you're glad to see them here tonight. Praise the Lord and the word works. Then you can be seated. evening everybody, praise God. And uh, well, Jesus didn't come in 2022, but he'll be here this year. (laughs) I'm looking for him. I'm looking for him every day. Every day is one day closer to the resurrection. Every day. Every day we breathe is one day closer to the resurrection and it's gonna happen. It is going to happen. There was a woman that gave her testimony in a in a in a woman's meeting. Gloria was present. And she said that all of heaven is preparing for the next great event. And it's the marriage supper of the lamb. <laughs> oh. And the thing that was so blessed out of that, Gloria's little brother Stanley, was a uh, a journeyman rock and brick mason. And the boy, I bought him a new dress shirt one time to wear to something special. The first it, first thing he did is get scissors and cut sleeves out of it. <laughs> Put his coat on over it, and uh, his waist was about big around as that microphone, and his shoulders were about like this. Well, he carried those mud buckets and rocks and all of that to put his sleeves on. You know, and it cut his arm. Well, he was asleep in a truck. There, there's a right close to our prayer cabin there in Southwest Arkansas. There's a uh, a pretty tight turn but it's an adverse lean instead of the road leaning like this it leans like this and it's they've had a lot of accidents there stanley was asleep in the truck and the young man that was driving was driving too fast and he started around that curve and the, and the and the truck just flew into the trees and burned well, you can imagine that hit our family hard. And but she was giving her testimony. And after the morning session, she came over to Gloria and she said, um, "Gloria, I've never met you, but she said that in a the most massive dining room you can imagine. She said it's 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 it's, it's impossible to describe it. And she said." People are so busy putting out place settings and people keep getting saved and they keep putting out more place settings. (laughs) She said, I was standing there and this young man put his uh, plate down and walked over there and said, would you tell Gloria I was not in that truck when it burned? She said, the strange thing about him, his garment didn't have any sleeves in it. <laughs> it was standing. Now that's faithful God. Yes. If he didn't want to wear sleeves, he doesn't have to in heaven or anywhere else. <laughs> Amen. But he's coming. There's coming a day. Very soon it will be. Voice of God will be calling me I walk the streets of glory. I'm going home. This man they'd heard him preach before no one could ever be worthy of such love I never stained his scarlet robe, had stained it crimson red. His eyes were on that crowd that day, yet he looked ahead. you God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless the, Lord. bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. There are those that say, oh, Lord, oh, Jesus, we would that you'd come today. We long for you. We long for you to come. Saith the Lord, You have no idea how I long to come. And the moment my father says, I'm on my way, I'm on my way. But until then, the greatest days in the history of the universe are at hand, the final moments of this entire workings is at hand. The final days, the final moments, the final hours, you have no idea how close it is. It's here. It is here. 1948 signaled the day. That generation That's the generation. We are that generation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 1948, I was 12 years old. Didn't have a clue what the world was all about. But God honored me by allowing me to learn. The 24th of this month will be the 56th year of this ministry. And Gloria and I, Gloria and I have been married 60 years and nine months. 56 of it <laughs> have been serving this God. Hallelujah. And I have had a wonderful time at it, and I'm still having a good time at it. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Aren't these guys something? Glory to God. On you. I'm telling you what, if you can't sing with those guys, just forget it. You just can't sing. That's all. (laughs) Somebody asked me one time, said, how long have you been able to sing? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember when it started. uh, I really don't. I was in about the uh, fifth grade, I guess, in elementary school, Fair Park Elementary School. And Mrs. Webb was our music teacher that day. She was a good friend of my mother's, which was dangerous. And I mean it now. I'm not kidding. She would have a luncheon for my teachers every year. And she'd say, if he needs to spank him, spank him. But call me and let me know I'm going to give him another one when he gets home. She wasn't kidding. Well, I'm not going to tell you how many times it happened, but anyway, <laughs> we were in a music room. They had that school had a, a lower floor and a top floor, and the music room, the music, everything was upstairs, and they had, a, had a small stage just about about the size of the middle part of this, and and uh, and, there, and all the desks out here, and everyone was singing. I don't remember what we were singing. All the students standing there next to the desk. I don't know. It might have been the National Anthem. I just i don't remember. She walked up to me. She clutched the class down. And she turned the class over to somebody else and said, you come with me. I thought, oh, man. <laughs> but we walked right past Mr. Anthony's office and got in her car. We only live six blocks from that school. And we went down this way And we went down that way, and I could see it coming. (laughs) And I thought, I've had it. (laughs) We walked in the living room, and we had a little Wurlitzer spinet piano. You've seen that piano; it's the one that Kelly has now. And um, she she sat down there, and she said, "Now sing." (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She turned to my mother and said, "Vanetta, did you know he could do that?" she said, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's the first I remember. Mm. Now before that, I just made a lot of funny noises. <laughs> I was an only child. I was my only friend. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and all the barnyard animals that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and
2: I would say, <clears throat>
1: my dad would say,
2: stop that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you are spend time doing something. Oh, Lord. But we had a fun family. We'd go on vacations and my mother, my mother and I would drive my dad right up the wall. But it was a lot of fun. Father, we thank you tonight for your word. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you. <clears throat> Open your Bibles with me. Oh, look what I did. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Heal it, Jesus. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 10, please. I am going to need something to mend that with. David, would you hang on to that till I need it, please? Hebrews chapter 10. Look at the 38th verse. Now the just shall live by faith. That happens in Romans 1.17, Galatians 3.11, Hebrews 10.38, Habakkuk 2.4. Now, anything God says four times, <laughs> but what does it mean? What does it mean to live by faith? Let me give you an example. David, we have that where we can play that clip of Gloria. Please.
0: THE WAY YOU TELL IF YOU'VE GOT A SPIRITUAL MIND OR NOT IS WHEN YOU HEAR SOMETHING, WHEN YOU HEAR A BAD REPORT, ARE YOU ESTABLISHED IN THE WORD OR DO YOU CAVE IN? THE FIRST THING, WHEN SICKNESS TRIES TO COME TO YOU, DO YOU, ARE YOU DEPENDENT ON SOMETHING ELSE OR DO YOU START SAYING THE WORD OF GOD? Uh, WHEN YOU HEAR ON TELEVISION ABOUT HOW BAD things are, and so on. I don't think they're as bad as they say either, really. Someone was talking yesterday, and they said, well, where we live, people are doing so well. Businesses say they've never had so much business. You can't believe that television if it's not the Word of God. You've got to believe this book here. And even if it were true out there in the the world, you're not in the world, you're in God. And that makes all the difference in the world. Glory to God. So you have to have that just ready. You have to be strong. When, when, when uh, discouraging things come to you, do, what do you think about? Do you just rebound? You ought to just rebound with the Scripture. I mean, you know, somebody says, well, we're going to have a, a crash in 93, financial crash in 93. Well, up out of Ken's mouth came, no crash for me in 93 see, that's what you need to do. You need to rebound with the Word of God. You need it in you and to such a a degree that fear doesn't even have a place to start. I like that. I never said that before. You need to have the Word of God in you to such a degree that fear doesn't have a place to start. You ought to immediately respond with the Word of God. Whatever, Whatever it is that's trying to take your peace, your spiritual mind ought to bring up the Word of God. To rebuke it and to stop it. Glory to God.
1: Now, <clears throat> now isn't she pretty? Isn't she beautiful? <laughs> Jeanette, and she's mine. <laughs> the people that live by faith all the time are the same way, when you get up in the morning, That's right. the same way. When you go to bed at night,
2: the
1: right. same way. At the breakfast table, you're the same way. I don't care where you are doing what you are, That's you're right. the same way all the time.
2: Right.
1: The person that lives and walks by faith never has to change his lifestyle because of because of the times.
2: Right.
1: Now, that was 1992. The New York Times article, in May 1993, growth in the United States economy slowed to a near standstill in the winter of 93, while inflation sped up, the Commerce Department reported yesterday in its second look at economic performance between January and March. The gross domestic product expanded at a barely perceptible rate. First quarter inflation was at the highest since a 4.9% rate the first quarter of 91. And it just gets worse and worse. The United States entered a recession in 1990, which lasted eight months through March 1991. Although the recession was mild relative, mild relative to other post-war recessions, it was characterized by a sluggish employment recovery, most commonly referred to as a jobless recovery. Now, what a jobless recovery is, I don't I, What is that? <laughs> Unemployment continued to rise through June 1920, 1992, even though a positive economic growth rate had returned the previous year. KCM donations went up 18%. Yeah. Yeah. Why? We said it. Yes,
2: sir. Amen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And if, you, if, you're, if you're around our place and you say anything else, you're an oddity. Yeah. Right. Because our household does not tolerate that.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's, it's so foreign to our ideas that, that there's any possibility we could fail. <sighs> Come on. And I hear people, Oh, this United States is going down the drain. No, no it isn't. No, it's not. No. no, sir. Some of it may. We're not. No, sir. The Word of God's got the drain plug, brother. <laughs> I'm not going down the drain. I'm standing on the Word.
2: Come on. Come on.
1: But you have to think that way, yes. yeah. you have to talk that way, that's right. and you have to stay in the book continually, constantly, yes. all the time. Yes. It has to become a way of life
2: yes. Yes, sir.
1: until that's just what you are. Yes. And you are that all the time.
2: All the time. Amen. Now,
1: the pitfall is to get in a habit of being that way. And it becomes mental ascent and sounds good. The Lord began to talk to me years ago about a positive negative. And uh, you want me to demonstrate one? Now, devil, I'm telling you, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you have to go. You have to go. You have to go now. I'm telling you, you have to go now. Yeah. I'm telling you, Satan, you have to leave now. Yeah. You have to leave. No, he's not going anywhere. No,
2: he's not. No.
1: Yeah. That's right. You're just badgering me. Yeah.
2: Right.
1: James 4 7 says, Submit yourself to, yeah. to God and then resist the devil. He'll leave. Yeah. So, Father, I, re- I submit myself to you. Yeah. Satan, get in the name of Jesus. Amen. You're gone. At that point it doesn't matter how you feel or how it looks. He's gone. And just keep holding the Word on him. Just keep holding the Word on him. Just keep holding that Word on him. Amen. 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 All right. We are going to talk about faith. Now, (laughs) Let me read down through these and then we'll go in the direction that the Lord has uh, uh, impressed me to go. Faith, active, living faith, is the secret to success. That's right. That life is the secret to success. Now, there is a difference on some levels between what people think about success and prosperity. My dad's older brother, my uncle Dale, lived in San Angelo, Texas. He was born in 1900. I asked my dad how old my uncle was. He said he's the same age as a calendar, so he, you can always remember that. He was the oldest. <clears throat> I'll tell you a little something about him. He went to World War I and he came home. Now, my grandmother was about this tall. Gloria's 5'3. I think Granny was probably 5'2. And she called. My grandfather, Pampo, she called him Mr. Copeland. She called him Mr. Copeland all the time. Well, Uncle Dale came home from the Navy kind of sassy and he's, he's big man, tall man. And oh, he did the unthinkable. He said the D word in granny's kitchen. Ooh. She didn't say anything. She just picked up a skillet and hit him right there. Knocked him flat of his back. Sat down on him and said, Sonny boy, now you're not going to talk that way in Ma's kitchen anymore. I said, No, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's (laughs) the end of that. He's about 6'1, but he wasn't very tall after she got through with him. (laughs) She put a knot on him. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. Now, faith is the secret to success. Now, the reason I brought up Uncle Dale, he was not a wealthy man financially. But he always wanted a full service station. I mean everything, everything from parts to tires. I I mean a shop, mechanics and and in San Angelo, Texas, right downtown, he had a corner service station and everybody in San Angelo, Texas knew where Copeland's was. He was a successful man, did well financially. But his prosperity and his success were wrapped up in his dream. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. That's what he always dreamed of. Yeah. And he did it. Oh, yeah. Took good care of his family, mm-hmm. raised a good family, strong mm-hmm. Christian people. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And so, very successful man. That was his dream. And he knew God. And he and my dad would get together and talk about the wonderful things of, of life. And God was always a centerpiece in every conversation. That's success. Now, the success, when you put the laws of faith into that success, into that dream it will produce wealth.
2: Yes. yes.
1: You have to work at it to keep it from it.
2: That's right. Yes sir. Yes sir. Yes sir.
1: That's just what it does.
2: Yeah. Amen.
1: That's the way God designed it.
2: Praise God. Yes.
1: The word does not say God will meet all of your needs. Right. No. It says he will meet all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That's uh-huh. right. Not according to something down here. That's no, right. according to his riches in glory. Yes, that's, right. that's the difference. And I had a man say to me one time, he said, he, he walked up to my car and he said, Brother Copeland, he had a big smile on his face, and I stopped in the shopping center. Walked up to the window of my car, and he said, "Now, Brother Copeland, I knew I was going to get me a Bible lesson right here." <laughs> and he's one of those repeaters.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: God never said he'd drink our wants, but only our needs. Only your needs. Only your needs. Only your needs now. Only <laughs> not your wants. Not your wants. No, no, never promised to make our wants, Just our needs. Just our needs. Just our needs. Just our. Needs, just our... <laughs> I said, well, is that right? That's right. right. (laughs) The Lord is my shepherd. I do not want. I see you Brother Copeland. (laughs) Somehow the devil talked him into that rut. That's That's a faith excuse. Mm -hmm. When you take God at His word, yes, and you take the limits off, yes, I've had more than one come up. One, one, one man I'm thinking about right now. He said, "Well, now, Brother Copeland," he, he said, "You know, we're doing fine," and and he said, uh, he said, "You know, we make I'll make a good living, and that's all. That's just fine. We really don't need anything else." I said, "What about you, Pastor?" well, what about him? I mean, what about him? I said, well, what, what about missionaries and the laws? And so, well, he said, you know, no, that wasn't even part of his life. And he made the statement like about, well, you know, our, back in those days, you know, 10000 $15,000, that's plenty for us. I said, you know, if you had a hundred thousand, you're not required to keep it. <laughs> See, that concept didn't dawn on him right. because he had the limits yeah. on it. Yeah. No dream. Yeah. Just get by without any problems. No, right. Just. Take her easy.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And these, these days I'm going to get to quit. That's the guy. When he quits, mm-hmm. he won't last long. That's
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. <clears throat> Let's go. Turn the page. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. <clears throat> they can put it up on the screen. I wanna I want to read that from the classic Amplified, or just listen to me. <clears throat> now, faith is <clears throat> now that's a statement.
0: Uh-huh. Faith
1: is now, hope is future. Yeah. But you put the two of them together, and God's plan comes to fast. Uh-huh. The easy way to look at this, hope. Is faith's blueprint.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. I've only met one man in my life that building but was building a church with no blueprint. Hmm. Jack Moore in Shreveport, Louisiana. That's where Carolyn Savell was raised. Jerry, I was preaching there when Jerry Savell accepted the Lord, and they were building a new sanctuary. I said, Jack, why don't you come home with me for a few days, and, and we we'll just spend some time together. I said, I'd like to talk to you about your time with. William Branham and all that. Kenneth, he said, I can't do it, son. I said, why? Well, I got this building going. I said, you've got all these people working here. I said, they can follow the plans, can't they? He said, there's not any. (laughs) I said, what do you mean you're not any? He said, he said, brother, they all up here. (laughs) Uh That's faith without hope.
2: That's good. That's
1: good. Real Bible hope yeah. is when you see that word that says, "By His stripes you were healed." and praise God. By His stripes I am. Yeah. And you, well, how can you dare? How can you hope to say that? Why? Why would I not hope? Right. God said it. Yeah. Well, don't get your hopes up. Well, your faith won't work jack it up high as you can get it. On, Shoot for the moon, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Faith is God's invisible creative force. Faith is the assurance the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being proof of the things we do not see, the conviction of their reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the physical senses." When it becomes real fact, then it belongs to it. Thank you, Doug. When it becomes real fact, then it belongs to him.
2: Right.
1: Amen. 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 It's the title E. Yes. It's mine. Yes. It's mine. Yes. Southwest Believers Convention. Jerry Savelle was preaching. All of a sudden, the word of the Lord came to me. Now, at that point, I knew that Cessna had built a Citation 10. It was a new program. It was the fastest civilian jet at that time in the world, which was a new thing for Cessna in the first place. I knew about it, but it was just a beginning program. All of a sudden it came up on the inside of me. I want you to believe me for a Cessna Citation 10 right now. If I tell you to go to Tokyo in the morning, I don't want you to have to ask somebody to go. Well, it just dropped down on the inside of me. All of a sudden, Gloria popped through the curtain. I was sitting back; she was out front. I was sitting back behind the curtain there with the monitor. On. <clears throat> she popped through that curtain. She said, "The Lord just spoke to me." I said, "He just spoke to me. What did he say to you?" She said, "You first." <laughs> and I told her. He, she said, "He said the very same thing to me." At that moment, we owned a citation team. Yeah, right.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: Title D. Yes, sir. Now we just have a process to go yeah. through. Right. That's good. Now the first thing you have to do is sow a seed.
2: Yeah. That's right.
1: So that is number one. That was on our that's the first thing on the prayer list. Father, to whom do we sow and how much? Right. So that's the first thing. Once that seed was in the ground, it's just a matter of time.
2: It's just a matter
1: of time. God. So
2: good.
1: Now let's take healing.
2: Yeah.
1: All healing is a process. Yeah. You take those healing scriptures and stay there. Yes. Amen. I mean, you stay there. If you have to stop everything else yes. you're doing yes. and you stay there night and day, you get in that book yes. and you just stay there and, stay there and stay there and stay there and stay there until it rises up on the inside of you yes. and the time will come when you own it. Yes. Yes. And then it's a process. Yes, sir. Now, take for instance um, a broken bone. Now, uh, David, how long, a, a broken arm, how long does it normally take a broken arm to heal?
0: Approximately six
1: weeks, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks? That's the healing process. The body has that process built in it. The anointing of God can do that very same process in 10 seconds. Yeah. But it's the same process.
2: Yeah, yeah. yes, uh-huh.
1: yeah. Now I'm going to show you something. Where's my little sack? Things are that way because that's the way the Creator made them. Now, this electricity is. To the natural world, what the anointing is in the Spirit. Amen. I read that from John G. Lake. Right. And then I've, I've, I've seen it, learned it. I've, I've, I've heard Brother Hagan talk about ways you can short it out. Uh-huh. Now, this, it, these are two electrical devices. Now, that works. because that's the way the manufacturer made it uh-huh. and he made it to work right yes. that doesn't work right,
2: right.
1: You can't make it work. You can do surgery on it and you can't make it work. It'll short circuit and I don't care if it's two Christians, the anointing won't flow. (laughs) You trying to do that. (laughs) That's right. Neither will that one. There is no connection. I just wanted to go on record. It doesn't take long to figure that out. You don't need a medical book to figure it out.
2: That's true.
1: That was made to work.
2: right. That was made to work. Yes.
1: God made people so he can flow through them for humanity. That's what faith is yes. all. About. Amen. That's why I'm about to read here. It's impossible to please him without it. Yes.
2: Amen. Amen.
1: This doesn't work. But, now wait a minute. Oh, yeah. See how that went together? Now, the power line can run through that.
2: Yeah. that. That's right.
1: You know what that is? That's a man and a, wo- and a woman in love with God, yeah. being what they're supposed to be yeah. and bringing life to humanity. Yeah. And the other, the other is a prayer matter.
2: Yes.
1: And it's a matter of praying and interceding for people yeah. and holding people up before the Lord. Yeah. And I'll quote Oral Roberts. A man said, my creator made me that way. Well, obviously you thought that. Yeah. Oral's answer to that was this, God has never made anyone, never created anyone to be something he's already forbidden. Right. Wow. That's good. That's good. He never created anybody to be a thief.
2: Right. Right.
1: He never created anybody to break any of those commandments. That's
2: right. Right.
1: There's right. life in those commandments. Yes. Right. Amen. Yes. I've never, I've never done that before. That's the Lord good. just dropped it in my heart today so to make it a public thing. Yeah. Yes. Not Amen. being in any way hard or vindictive. Yeah. That's just the way it is. So if you want God in your life, two things have to happen. That's right. On one side of the equation, repentance and fix it. Yes. Yes. On the other side of the equation, the equation is love and patience and yes. kindness. Amen. Praise, God. Praise God. Amen. Can you say amen? amen. All right, now then, <clears throat> through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Now, Psalm, we won't turn there, but Psalm 339 says that, or 19, 19 says that. By his wisdom he did it. We understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, yeah. so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear." Now, God did not create this universe out of nothing. Yeah,
2: right.
1: Come on, sir. No, I said it wasn't visible. That's he right. I just said he did it by That's faith.
2: Right.
1: You couldn't see it, but you can sure see the result. Because he said, light be. The light travels at 186,000 miles a second. 24 hours, and there was over 16 billion miles of universe, and it's still expanding yeah. because he said it and his faith yeah. did, it. Yeah. <laughs> did
2: it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise Praise God. God. Same faith. Same thing. Yeah.
1: Same faith. Jesus said, Mark 11, 22, have the faith of God. Right. Well, it said have faith in God, but the cross reference says, have the faith of God. Yes. Yes. Well, let's look at the book of Ephesians then, because you can't get saved without faith. Verse, in the second chapter, the eighth verse, for by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. You didn't have any. I didn't have it. (laughs) If I'd already had some, I'd have been in a whole lot better shape than what I was, but I was was in bad shape. I didn't know it. Well, I did too, but I found it out. He just arrested me one night, the second day of November 1962, about eight o'clock in the evening, North Little Rock, Arkansas. He arrested me. I'd just flown a trip and came in, Gloria waited supper on me. And I came in the living room there. All of a sudden, it just, it just seemed to me like just the whole room filled up. And I just froze and shut my eyes and I heard him. Kenneth, you don't get right with me. You're going to a devil's hell, son. Well, that'll, that'll get you to thinking.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: It it taught me up short. I said, I know it. I did know it, but I didn't know what to do. I said, what do I do now? I heard my Sunday school teacher. I was 12 years old. Mrs. Taggart won me to the Lord in 1962. And she was, we called her old lady Taggart. She was old. She called herself old lady Taggart. She's a widow woman, wore black all the time, a little black straw hat, a little artificial flower stuck out of it like that. And she taught boys Sunday school. And well, you know, Southern Baptist Sunday school is too much like school to start with. I mean, they just keep doing grades and all that. Well, They all of us boys just told the Sunday School superintendent that if we promoted us away from Mrs. Taggart, we just wasn't coming back. So they just promoted us and Mrs. Taggart along with us, and um, and that's the reason why, because she always led her boys to the Lord. Well, she finally got me after a lot of years, but I heard her voice. That seed was still on the inside of me. Yes. Now, you know what that says to me? Yeah. Mrs. Taggart had faith in her words. They stuck yeah. to me for all those years. Because right. yeah. I was 25 years old. So they'd been with me, I guess, you know, 12, 13 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So good. I heard a voice. I said, That's old Lady Taggart. Yeah. She said, boys, you have to ask Jesus to come into your heart. Only she said it her way, boys, you have to ask Jesus to come into your heart. And I, and I, I thought, well, that sounds just as dumb as it did the first time I heard it, but I don't know what else to do. Because other than her, I'd never heard that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Now in 1963, Gloria and I, in January then, of 63. And this is 2023. Now, how long was that? <laughs> That's a long time ago. We were both baptized in the Holy Ghost. When she received the Holy Spirit is the first time she ever heard the term born again. Wow. We were scriptural illiterates, both of us. Every time we saw a church steeple, we wanted to find out what is in there. <laughs> And I read, think first time I read this eleventh chapter of Hebrews, I said, Glory! I found the Hall of Fame right here. I said, We figure out how to get this faith. We got something.
2: Right. Well,
1: then Brother Hagen came along. We figured <laughs> figured out we already had it. It's the faith of God. God. But you can't go any further into this without realizing yeah. that all of this. Well, let's get over there in the book of Hebrews. I was still in Ephesians. All of this entire 11th chapter has to do with this creative force in the lives of all the people up to there. faith. God started it in faith and Malachi was ministering in faith when he finished it up. Praise God. By faith, 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 by faith. By By Abel offered to God unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By faith he offered it. Yes. He did it by faith. faith. Well, what does that mean? He had come to that place there where, in his inner man, that. This powerful force was so alive in him Mm -hmm. that he gave God the best he had. Don't get the idea now that that Cain was in trouble because he didn't have a lamb. No. That's not right. No, that's right.
2: Yes, sir.
1: He maybe could have bought one from Abel, but that wasn't the issue. No,
2: that's right.
1: He's a farmer.
2: Yeah.
1: But if you study it, he was he was taking God the nubbins. Yeah. Yeah. Now if you're not from a country you don't know what that is. <laughs> That's when you keep the best corn and yeah. give God the nubbins, yeah. the runs.
2: Yeah.
1: I was very impressed with what Oil Roberts said. His family uh, were corn farmers. And his dad told his boys, he said, Now boys, we take the best. Of this crop, the best we have, separate the best and biggest ears of corn, put them aside. We're not gonna eat those. That's our seed corn. We're gonna sow the best. We take the best corn and sow the best seed. Because he said, if we keep sowing and if we eat the nubbins and keep sowing the best, Within five years, the nubbins will be as good as the best was five years ago. Amen. That's what faith yes. will do to your cross. Amen. Particularly if you're tithing that's right. and you give him the best. And he said, now that's the way God does things. He gave us his best, that's right. the very best. Amen. And he did it by faith. That's right. Well, how can you say that? How can you say God gave Jesus by faith? It says He did.
2: Yes, sir.
1: He gave His only begotten Son yes. so that many sons yes. could come yes. to glory. He that. planted Him as a seed. Yeah. Yes. If He had no plan for a, for a seed, then it was a murder. Come on, yeah. sir. Yeah. Come on, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. Yes,
2: sir. Yes, that's right.
1: It was a seed. It was a seed. Yeah. It was and it worked. It got me and it got you. (laughs) It worked. And a lot more of them are coming more now than ever before. So now let's flow here for a little bit. Faith offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and by it He being dead yet speaks. His faith offering is still speaking. Yes, it
2: is. Come on. Amen.
1: By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. You know what he did? He did what God said. He just simply did what he said. Now, the war was on in the Garden of Eden. God made a statement. Now after that, Anybody that looked like they were a prophet or anything of God, Satan had set out to kill them. Prophet after prophet after prophet, but he didn't get this one because he pleased God. But he had that hanging over him. There's one coming. There is one coming. And Satan never sleeps. So this is on him night and day. He stoned the prophets, but one day, one day, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And now he had a target. He knew who it was. He knew who it was. Praise God. That was the prophet he was after. Uh and He went after him every way he could think of Mm -hmm. and it didn't work and it didn't work and it didn't work. And then all of a sudden it did. (sighs) Can't you know Satan's saying, wonder what I did right? All of a sudden, he's doing these dumb things. He's just walking into this. No, you walked into it, dumb dumb. (laughs) Boy, you you you? you? you you you? are a sucker. (laughs) Had the princes of this world known, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. I guess not. (laughs) Glory to God. Amen. 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 By faith, Noah, being warned of God, things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing where he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age." Now listen, here's why. Because she judged him faithful because she judged him faithful. What does that mean? She just believed what he said. Most people don't realize what faith did there. They weren't two old, wrinkled up, (laughs) ugly people having a baby. They weren't old and wrinkled up anymore. Come on, that's right. Their youth that, was right. renewed. Yeah. Right. You you go look at the timeline. Yes, Come on sir. now. Yes. There were men chasing after that's Sarah. Right. That's right. Yes, sir. More right. than they chased after Sarah. That's More right. They Sarah. That's Ooh, right. they were after her. Come on, <laughs> sir. Come on. That's good. Sarah died. Yeah. Abraham remarried and had six more children yeah. and lived to be 175 years old, and then he left. Right. Come on. And he was dead when he started. Yeah. Come on. He considered not his yeah. own body now yeah. nowadays. So good. You know what he said? Yep. Old oh, man, you don't count. Yeah, and he turned it. around and said, Old oh, woman, you don't either. Right. We have a promise.
2: Yes. Come on. So good.
1: So come here, sweet thing. <laughs> <laughs> woo! woo. <laughs> Glory to God, hallelujah. <laughs> now, don't you know Isaac was a fine looking young man? Had to be.
2: Had to be. <laughs>
1: Therefore, spring there even of one, and him as good as dead so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and the sanders by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, not having seen them afar off, persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might've had the opportunity to return. Let's talk about that a minute. The Bible said Daniel had a spirit of excellence in him. A spirit of excellence. What is an excellent spirit? Jesus' ministry, a ministry of excellence. And the word came from the excellent glory saying, this is my beloved son. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to it. An excellent spirit refuses to compromise. Amen. An excellent spirit does not say, well, I wonder if I'm healed or not. No, no. An excellent spirit said, well, what saith the Lord? What is his account? He shed his blood, that settled it. Amen. That settled it. The moment, the very moment, picture in your mind, Mary thought he was the gardener, but when he called her by name, she knew him, but he said, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have not yet ascended to my father and your father. Right. So now you go to the book of Hebrews and you find out what happened. He had to appear before the heavenly of heavenlies yeah. and his blood had to be ministered uh-huh. To the heavenly utensils of worship and cleanse them from Adam's sin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's right. He had to appear to the Father. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And be accepted. Yes, sir. That's right. Then he came back. Yes, sir. The moment he stepped out of that throne room, yes, sir. when God's scepter was pointed to him, yes, sir. we were saved.
2: Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow.
1: That moment we were healed. Yes. That's right. That moment that finished the devil yeah. off. That finished him. Yeah. That, that finished off Freeze. Adam's deal. Yes. It was done right then. It was over. God said, That's enough. That's it. That's Turn all enough. the judgment over to him. I retire.
2: Yeah.
1: I've done my thing. Yeah. Hallelujah. I created it all. Yeah. I gave it a big spin and yeah. got it going. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: Hallelujah!
1: <laughs> can't you hear God saying, "I fought a good fight." Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I had to put up with the devil and all of this it's over so all these good. thousands of yes. years yes. to get that law book into the land. Yeah, praise God!
2: Hallelujah!
1: When Adam killed, when Cain killed Abel, it wasn't against the law. Yeah. It is now. Yeah. It was right after that. But that law book had to be written. And once it was finished, Jesus was born. That first book, that first covenant was finished. Jesus was born right on time. Micah prophesied it. 715 years, what Micah said, controlled armies, controlled the heavens, Mm -hmm. controlled the constellations, and on the proper moment, that star in the east began its journey. And two years later, it showed up over Nazareth. Praise God. Glory to God. God. That little two-year-old boy was on his way. Glory. And the moment, the moment, that he sat down Mm -hmm. at the right hand of the Father and became the Lord Advocate Ah, General Commander-in-Chief of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. 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 And he is the author of our faith.
2: Yes.
1: And the developer Come on. of our faith. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, where are we here? I like this. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. Now, now I want to spend some time right here in these couple of three verses here. He was tried. He received the promise, offered up his only begotten son. Now, that phrase is in there for a purpose. Yes, sir? Of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting. That God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. Now, look up that word figure. It's the word parable. He found it. Somehow, he found it in that covenant. He had a vision of it, he saw it. He's, I'm the father of many nations. Now I'm going to do what my father, what my covenant partner has asked me to do. I'm going to sacrifice him. But somehow or another, he's going to raise him up out of these ashes because this is my seed here. I am the father of many nations and he's the next in line.
2: That's right. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: That's the reason he spoke by faith. And he's going up on that mountain for a sacrifice, and he tells the guy that's with him, Hang around here, buddy. (laughs) My son and I'll be back. That's right. And he already knew what he's going to do. Yeah,
2: yes. That's
1: right. Man, I mean, he raised the knife. God foreseeing Mm -hmm. that the day would come that Jesus would say, Let this cup pass from me. No. He can't. He is covenant of blood obligated because his blood covenant partner, he said, as for me, my covenant is between me and thee. Now, Abram didn't have to accept that, but he did. Yes, right. He said, all right. And he took the name change yes, yes. and called himself That's right. the father of many nations. That's now that name, he put that H in the middle of it. The H is Hashem, the name. Yes. It's the H in yud Hey vav Hey. Right. He put his name right in the middle of his yep. and he knew it. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to have that son, yes. and whatever he wants out of him, it's his. Yep. This boy belongs to him. That's
2: right. Yep. Amen. Amen. Yeah.
1: If it hadn't been for this covenant, I couldn't have had a child. I'd have died in a few right. years right. if it hadn't been for this. My wife would have, too. Yes. We'd have gone. Right.
2: Yep. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yep. Amen. That's Amen. good.
1: But it was his only begotten, yes. and God knew it. Yes. And he said, No, 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 that's far enough. That, 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 that's good. That's good. Amen. It was settled right then. So now it was settled again in the throne room of God when the books were closed on that first covenant. And now Jesus on his way to paint a picture of the true father really who he really is. He's been lied on and lied about all those years. He is total goodness. There's no darkness in him at all. None. Total goodness. And Jesus manifested him in the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And gave us the same faith. The same faith with which Jesus went to that cross, the same faith with which God created the universe is living in us. Now, what are we going to do with it now? It's time for increase. It's time for the increase in in all things and ministries of Jesus. We're there and it's time for it to happen. Now, According that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence he received him in a figure. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph, worshiped leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. <laughs> Glory to God. Didn't say anything about his body. Yeah. His bone. Yeah. Bones don't decay. Come on, sir. Yeah, that's They're from awesome. now on, brother. Yes. Amen. 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 Don't you love it? Yes, sir.
2: Amen.
1: Moses. They were not afraid of the king's commandment by faith Moses, when he's come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season." Some people don't pay enough attention to the fact that Moses was already out there in the wilderness and had been there 40 years years. He'd been there a generation. He knew that place. God prepared him. He knew it. He everywhere on that walk, everywhere they went, he'd already been there. Everywhere when God said something, he knew exactly where to go. He knew exactly. He knew the whole place. God prepared him for 40 years. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, what do you think was going on that whole 40 year period of time? Preparation. Preparation. Preparation.
2: preparation. Amen.
1: Getting him ready. Yes. Getting him ready.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Getting him ready. Yes, Amen. And I can see things in my life, I can look back on them and I think, my, 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 yeah. that, all, that all of that was preparation yeah. back there. I realized I look back on it and I had such a desire to fly. It just, it just was a—I a, a, just just in me, I just this the first time I ever got in an airplane. Right at the close of World War II, it wasn't over quite yet, but it's in 1945. A man called my dad, there's a man there by the name of Wooten, Wooten Hotel, Wooten furniture, hardware business. And he said, uh, we're going to fly Mr. Wooten's airplane. Now, you know that you've seen the airplane that Amelia Earhart flew around. It was one of those. It was a little Lockheed 12. It was either a 10A or a 12. And um, he said, would you and your son like to go fly? Well, of course.
2: <laughs>
1: and of course my dad said, yes. Well, the pilot put me up in the front. And I guess he saw the glaze on my eyes. He said, "Don't you touch a thing." I, I sat on my hands. I finally got off of the ground. Wow. Now, I never heard of Mark 11:23. We walked down the, and the doors got stuck, and I had 20 more minutes of cockpit time. And of course, I was in the cockpit, I was the last one out, my dad waited on me. We were walking across the tarmac and you know we took uh, you know 25, 30 steps. I stopped, I had him by the hand and I stopped. And I turned around and I said, "Daddy, I'm going to do that." He said, "What?" I said, "I'm going to fly airplanes," and pointed. He said, "Boy, you can do it." Now that's the kind of dad I had. Yes. He didn't, ah, you kill your fools up. No, he he just didn't do that.
2: Yes.
1: Boy, you can do it. Yes. I said, Yes, sir, I'm going to do it. And yes. anybody asked me, Yes, sir. I don't know when, but I'm going to do this. Yes. I found out later that God put that in me. To introduce aviation to the body of Christ and get this thing on the move. (laughs) And now, look at the airplanes that are operating Samaritan's purse. I'm telling you, that Franklin Graham, he's a good pilot to start with. And ooh, they fire some nice airplane. <laughs> but look what they're doing with them. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Yes. On, yes, sir. Amen. yes, yes, sir. Amen. yes. Amen. Yes. Because somebody stepped out in faith.
2: Yes. That's it. Amen.
1: And the day that citation ten dropped into glory in my spirit, I mean it is done. That yeah. we just entered into the process. Yeah. And yeah. just kept walking it out, yes. walking yes. it out. Yes. And and I I mean, I, I, I can remember step by step by step. And we were just believing God and it got to work. I was just praising Him for it. Amen. Just thanking Him. I had everything that I could possibly do in that direction. Of course I did it. And uh, I was just driving down the street one day and then it rose up on the inside of me and the Lord said, you, you, you better check your finances. I said, why? He said, uh, well, you're closer than you think. Well, we were. We were right there. I didn't realize it. And we got to putting it all together, and and we had the required amount. We had it. So we put that it was originally five million dollars, I think. So we put it on there and we got the serial number, yep. number 240. It was ours. Mm. Praise God. And, uh, and there's some people from Cessna contacted me. Mr. Copeland, if, if, you, if your ministry would uh, consider going ahead and paying for this, this it was a demonstrator. Yeah. And they said, we need to finish using it here, but we'll, we'll never put over 300 hours on it total. But if you decided you want to pay it off, we'll just pay you 6% interest and pay you every 30 days. I said, well, no, I'm going to pray about that. I don't don't know about that. So they waited a little while and they called back and said, "Uh, we'll pay you 7% and pay you every 30 days. I "I prayed about that about as long (laughs) as I need to. I checked it. We had the money to do it. They paid us $700,000. Yes, wow. yes, Think what that did to the price of the airplane.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, the blessing was on the move. It was happening. Praise God forevermore. It was happening right then, and it just. <clears throat> the only reason I'm not flying it today, I flew captain for 15 years in that airplane. The only reason I'm not flying today, I got so old (laughs) that the insurance company wouldn't insure me anymore. Now they'd insure me in the right seat only. Now if you can't fly, just talk on the radio. But there wouldn't have been that wouldn't have been so bad, except I was required to go back to flight safety twice a year, and that's very expensive. Well, there's no way I could put a bill like that against the ministry. that That's not right. And so I sit in the back seat. I just fly something a little smaller.
2: <laughs>
1: Amen. And uh, yes, anyway, now here's what I like about this. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. For he had respect under the the recompense of reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. He endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea." Did you know that? By faith they passed through the Red Sea. Everybody everybody centers up on Moses. Yeah. Right. Right. You center up on Moses and he did he did what God said, yeah. but they had to pass through yeah. by faith.
2: Yeah. Come on, that's good.
1: That's spooky.
2: Yeah.
1: All of a sudden the whole ocean's standing up on each side of you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Come on, bubble us hustle. Yeah. <laughs>
1: God said, well, sometimes of year the Red Sea in that area is not but about six inches deep. And somebody said, well, that's a bigger miracle than I thought it was, brother. <laughs> Pharaoh drowned in six inches of water. <laughs> <laughs> By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. Now look at this one. By faith, the harlot Rahab, they God always sees to it that you know that. She's in Jesus' bloodline. She's his great, great grandmother. I wouldn't call her that. No. God can handle the harlot part. It's religious people that can't handle that.
2: Amen. Yes, right.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to get to see her. Yes. Oh, mm. and what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jesse, David, also, and Samuel, and the prophets. Who through faith, subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises." Now, every one of them had to go through that faith process, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. They had to listen. That They had to have the faith and know how to use it or they wouldn't be on the list. It doesn't work but one way. Amen. Amen. They weren't stumbling around trying to figure out what to do. Hmm. They were looking for a city built by God and they found it and they're all there right now. And Jesus led captivity
2: captive.
1: They were all in paradise, yes. but he opened the door and they left there yeah. and they finally, finally, finally got home.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Don't Praise you God. know, Hallelujah. don't you know that was some kind of party? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Yes, sir.
2: Hallelujah. Oh. Yes, sir. Praise, Praise God.
1: God. And the 12 tribes and the 12 apostles got together.
2: Yes, sir. Oh, Jesus. Yes, sir. Oh. oh, come on. Mm, 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 mm.
1: And we're one day closer. One day closer. Quench the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in, high, in fight. Turned to flight, the armies of the of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. That's the Apostle Paul. And others had trial of cruel mocking, scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds imprisonment. They were stoned, sown asunder, were tempted, slain with a sword, wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy." they wandered in deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us that without us should not be made perfect. Wherefore seeing we are also compassed about, but with a great cloud of witnesses. They're they're the cloud. They're the cloud. Let us lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before. You notice he didn't say with faith. It's faith and patience. It's faith and patience. Faith opens the door and patience holds it open. Patience is the endurance. Let patience have her perfect work that you be entire wanting nothing. Glory to God forevermore. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. How? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher, the developer of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the same shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your mind." Hallelujah. Faith is the secret to success. Hallelujah. They succeeded. They're in the book. Well, there's a lot more of them, but they're in the book. Oh, and you can turn back over here and, and find their stories. Go through there and look at it, and 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 see the example of it, so that it's impossible to please God without faith. You can't be saved without faith. You can't live the Christian life without faith. Because you just live by faith, you can't overcome the world without it.
2: That's
1: right. We overcome the world, and this is a victory even our faith. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Romans 4:23. Yeah. Faith then begins where the will of God is known. Where the will of God is known about healing, that's where faith begins. Where the will of God is known about prosperity financially, that's when, that's where faith begins. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Will you stand with me please? Now this is the beginning of the year. It's time to make decisions and choices. And we're going to talk about some of those tomorrow. A number of years ago, I wrote this little book, The Decision, is yours. Now in nineteen eighty-three. Think it did. In nineteen eighty-three, January of that year, I, I took off the month, canceled everything, and uh, fasted, prayed, seeking God for the future. I had a lot of problems physically. And uh had a lot to learn. That first half of my life, and that, that turned out to be the first half of my life, I was hungry all the time. All the time. I don't care how much I ate, I was hungry all the time. Well, consequently, I was big as a blimp. There was a time I weighed 265. I was bigger in the waist than I am in the shoulders. And uh, when I went in the army, <laughs> my first day fell out, the, you know, fell out in formation that first day. And I can just see him. I can just see old Top Sergeant Major. And boy, well, he's a great soldier. Had a, a tremendous record as a soldier, career man. Stood about 6'5. and uh, just good-looking black man with a waist about that big around. He had that campaign hat on. I mean, just just soldier all over him, you know. <laughs> and he could tell. Boy, he put on the uniform. He'd been downtown and back. <laughs> and he walked up there and punched me in the stomach, and he laughed. And he said, oh, "We're going to let the wind out of you." <laughs> well, they did. But then after I got out, it just came right back. I learned about a quality decision. A decision based on the word of God. A decision about which there is no more argument. A decision from which there is no retreat. I had to learn that. I weighed 265, measured 46 inches around the waist. I weigh 185, my waist measurement is now 36. That's when I wrote this book. The missing element was the exercise part. My average weight in 2022 was 162.3 pounds. So that's 100 pounds gone forever. Quality decision. Fixed the diet. I said, Lord, you delivered me from smoking. You delivered me from drinking. How are you going to deliver me from eating? <laughs> now, I, this is over a period of time. He said, I didn't deliver you from smoking. Breathing. he said, I didn't deliver you from breathing. I delivered you from breathing smoke. He said, I didn't deliver you from drinking. I delivered you from drinking a wrong substance. Now, what are you going to do about all those sugar filled soda pops you've been drinking? <laughs> well, it is Perrier from that day. It's over. <laughs> it's gone. Bread was, I was allergic to it, addicted to it. I haven't eaten a slice of bread in nearly 40 years. Don't care for it. Gone out of my life. Amen. So we're going to talk about decisions and so forth. And it's not going to be all about food, but a big piece of it is because you're killing yourself. Sure.
2: Sure.
1: The United States of America, the leading cause of death in this country is heart disease. And it is not hereditary. The diet is what's hereditary. Every four <laughs> seconds, somebody in the United States has a heart attack. It ought not be that way. The only one worse is Russia. <clears throat> and that's because you add the, the, that much alcohol to it yeah. too. It will kill you. Now I was preaching for um, Mike Barber in a prison over close to Dallas and I got real short of breath. Never had a pain of any kind. And uh, so I went and had, you know had checked out. And they checked me. I had one blocked artery, but it had bypassed itself. I didn't and no didn't need a stent or anything like that because I've been eating right for a long time. It I, it was started, but it was arrested. But it got out of time, so I needed a pacemaker. So I said, Lord, I'll just get that pacemaker by faith. And the word of the Lord came to me and he said, No, you're too far behind the power curve. That's an aviation term. You can get so deep into a stall that the airplane doesn't have enough power to get out of it. He said, take the pacemaker by faith. So I went to the scripture and got my promises, got everything settled up, and made, made my covenants with the Lord and went after it it by faith. Prayed over that thing, received it. Now it had a built-in <clears throat> defibrillator in the thing. <laughs> now, now the FAA had had a lot of experience with, with uh, pacemakers, but not that built-in <laughs> defibrillator. So any of you know what the Bruce protocol is? It's the, it is the granddaddy of all stress tests. And uh, so I started training. You have to have corresponding action to the thing. Started working, training, went to work at it. And got a good treadmill. Oh, by the way, I just crossed a little over 800 miles on my treadmill since I've been keeping mileage. It's more than that. All on one pair of shoes. 802 miles just before we came. Up. In, in fact, it was yesterday that I crossed 800 miles. But when, when the time came, then that, that stress test was just part of the day. Because my body is in good shape. It's the best physical shape I've ever been in. And my heart is in excellent shape, excellent condition. So, I took the Bruce protocol with the defibrillator in there, and then when I passed it, the tech rep came out and paired up with this thing and turned that defibrillator off. I don't need that. Somebody ought to say praise God. (laughs) My heart is in such good condition. I don't need that thing. Praise God. Now, what is all this about? About my my flight physical? No, that's just the, that's that's just the cream on the cake. I had the Lord say to me, "Will you do this for me? Will you get your spirit in the best spiritual condition it can be in? Will you get your your soul in the best mental condition you can be in? Will you get your body in the best physical condition you can do?" I said, "Yes, sir, I'll do it." Because I got a little over thirty years more to go. That's what it's about. And the flying part of it, I mean, that's just, that to me now, flying now is just, you know, it's just fun. I mean, what I, the way I fly now doesn't amount to much because I don't, I'm not doing it professionally like I used to. But I am in an agreement with God on Genesis 6.3 he asked me to do it. I'm going for that 120. And I can't do it weighing 245 pounds and eating like a fural hog. <laughs> I can't do it eating the hog. <laughs> Some decisions have to be made. What are you going to do? Nobody can make the decision but you. Spirit, soul, body, financially, socially. Yes. We've got a blank slate in front of us. Amen. Eleven and a half more months to go. Well yes. oh, I'm telling you let's turn this one into the best one that's yes. ever happened. Yes. Glory to God. Yes. And just hand the devil his hat and let him go on. Praise God. If I don't quit, you'll never get to bed. (laughs) Father, we thank you. Now I stand in claiming healthy healed bodies tonight for everyone in this room and everyone in the sound of my voice. Healed hearts, healed sinuses, healed stomach, divine health. No more headaches no more sinus trouble, no more allergies. Glory to God. I mean, you can just live and enjoy life like we were supposed to have done in the first place. And we thank you for it, Father. In the name of Jesus. Someone in the sound of my voice, stomach ulcers are a thing of the past now. It's over. It is over. Just begin to praise and thank him. Praise and thank him and praise and thank him and praise. Worship. Thank you. Anyone online that you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord of your life, that's the greatest miracle of all. Jesus did everything but make your decision. I was headed to hell because I never had made a decision. And I can look back on it. I can see where where God was after me all the time. And I just, well, like I said, when she said, boys, you have to ask Jesus to come into your heart. That just sounded dumb to me. I should have done it then, but I didn't. Jesus did the hard part. He hung on that cross went to hell and suffered like no man has ever suffered. But the decision is ours. Billy Graham's ministry, only heaven knows how many people have come to God through that man's life and ministry. And it, the whole thing was based on make, a decision for Christ tonight. Right now. Don't put it up. Do it right now. And they just came by the tens of thousands because of a decision. Just a simple decision. Well, it's just the same simple decision will get you healed. The same simple decision will, will it fix your finances. Yes. The same simple de- decision will fix family problems. That nothing, love will fix that. And faith works by love. Our family, we, we never had any family problems. The only problem we had, I mean, we just get together and have maybe too much fun. But our family was in love with one another. But I've seen families that have just turned completely, turned completely around in a moment's notice because somebody decided to love. And it works. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
0: We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, Share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.